the question. Whether it is nobler to be successful or sad while learning and laughing. And scene. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to be a freaking character or something. I have some notes for you. Oh, damn it. Oh, God. I have some notes for you. Do you say, no- it, say it Say it. with your, your, your diaphragm next time. Oh, my diaphragm. My diaphragm. Okay. You're saying it from your scrotum. <laughs> you want Would it you- to come up a little more. Oh, do you want me to talk a little bit higher? No, no? I didn't say that. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Stick to the script. Oh, shit, the script. That's right. The playwright's in the audience. Hey! hey! Welcome to the Better Doozy Podcast. Hey, everybody. guys, you know what? You're pr- welcome. You guys are probably thinking, what the hell does that mean? Well, also, what was that scene? <laughs> Um, well, that's a famous scene, right? That's Shakespeare, right? That's right. That's, yeah, that's somebody. Yeah. <laughs> Kirk, wherefore art thou, Kirkleton? He's right here. That's you. Okay. Yeah, that's Romeo and Juliet. <laughs> yes. Hey, uh, but the word doozy, you know, it means something that's extraordinary or outstanding of its cane. And if you can't tell, we are not that. But we want to be. Yes, we do. And so this is the podcast where we are going to give you the tools you need to become successful in life. How do I do this? How do I do that? How do I write that? How do I project? That's right. The tools that Michelangelo sculpted from David. Michelangelo? This is not how to sculpt. What are you doing? <laughs> I'm thinking of like Shakespeare times and stuff but like yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. Hey, it makes sense to me though. It does. Obviously yes. it didn't. Yes. <laughs> and guys, the best part is is we are going to learn how to be successful while we are also teaching you how to be successful. Oh, I fucked that part up. That's okay, dude. <laughs> hey, you, you, you'll try- get your lines. You'll get your lines down, I'm sure. i got to memorize my lines, bro. The playwright will be in Damn. the audience. He's relying on you. Well, I'm Alex Romeo Shakespeare. Stop. And I'm the Bard Billiam Shakespeare cause. Oh. Billiam. You like that? Yeah. 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 Um, Kirk, what are we going to talk about today? Well, if you... I get to memorize my it, lines, I, I know, dude. Wow. We need some more rehearsals, yes, right? more rehearsals. Maybe we, we should have read the play yeah, before. Exactly. <laughs> we just kind of wing it. We just kinda well, wing guys, it. I'm actually really, really excited about this episode because um, it is... Uh, another special episode. It's, it's another very special episode because it's something that, like, Stab and I have... have uh, are where we grew up. It's where we grew up. It's what I do for a living, different things like that. Or in the world, we're going to learn how Ooh. to write a play. Oh. Now, this isn't like a, a sports playbook. Oh, yeah. how do I do this or this? Or yeah. how do I like... And action! Uh, you know, or... It's no. not a movie either. No, it's not a movie. It's not a TV no. show. This is the it theater. Could be. This is the theater. The theater. The theater. The theater. We're going to learn how to write a play. Theater. Oh. The first form of, of true expressive art. It's a beautiful fucking thing. True expressive art. Well, let me start by this, asking this was you. Movie, this was before movies. This is what... This this, was, these are the original This was pictures. movies before the movies, TV shows before the TV shows. And, uh, yeah, I agree with that. I didn't have anything to add. No. <laughs> well, let me ask you. Have you ever written a play uh no i have not written in a, a play actually yes well, i have well, well, well let I me have, have you written I have, something i have written plays um just nothing nothing big but just like little you know little things that we, we you know i've i've fooled around with and stuff like that yeah um 
but hopefully consensually. Uh, yes, yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Well, the the play was about consensual. <laughs> okay, <laughs> the play was about consensual. <laughs> yes. Okay, great. The play was called consensual. Yes. Okay, um, no, but I I grew up in the theater. Yeah, uh, I was born on the theater. Right, uh, you were like born on, on stage. On stage, I was born on stage. <laughs> um, wow. And yeah, and uh, I mean, I haven't written a play. No, but I'm. I'm. You've written stand up. I've written stand up. Like yeah. Well, what I. You? Have you, you know what? Written a play. This is such an exciting episode for me because, like, I actually this past year and a half was the first time I ever actually challenged myself to work in a way that was like writing. I, I, I challenged myself to write like a monologue and a play or short scenes and stuff. And it, uh, I was very, very uh, fortunate to have a um, accountability system every few weeks throughout the pandemic that helped uh, uh, advocate for people trying to do that. And so it's a very fresh, young, uh, in, in my practice of it but like i have attempted it and i've got yeah. notes about it and I've, I've gotten people to read certain things it but the the main thing is it takes so much work it yeah. is it is rightfully a profession you gotta create characters it you is rightfully create, uh, you you yeah. are literally the if you're writing a play you have to have every single thing pinned down as to why you're writing it, who yeah. you're writing it for, like all these different characters, all this stuff. But th what's so special about it, this episode, is that we have somebody who does that for a living. We do? What? That's right. We have a playwright in the studio Whoa. via Zoom. Whoa. He is one of my dearest friends, and I don't know if he knows this. <laughs> I love it. Uh, Matthew McLachlan. Matthew. Say hello. Welcome. Hey. hey, boys. Thanks for having me. No, thank you for coming. This is a very, this is an episode. Um, that I've been wanting to do for a while, and I've had I've had you in mind because That's true. it's it, That's it, true. Uh, we I've, have had this set up for like we, a long, uh, we've since been like, last like year. We, like it's just like you know uh, this past year and all this stuff. It's uh, what one of the things that that has been kind of lacking is like theater, you yeah. know. And it's I think it's important to have somebody who is consistently working on it during this time and fucking killing it. This guy's career. Is a if I had known, if I had known, I uh, would have worn a turtleneck and glasses and a beret. Yes. But I mean, you asked me like last week, you've been playing this for like 14 years and here I am yeah. wearing my janky baseball tee. I would have uh, really, I would have really shown up here. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's gear, we were, I really fucked this up. That, that's what we were hoping. You really fucked oh, this yeah. up for me, dude. I, 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 God damn it. I should have, I should have. I, I should have sent you the, um, uh, I didn't the even know rented you were bard yeah. Shakespeare uh, a costume. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my, all my black turtlenecks, which is customary when you become a playwright, they gift it to you. It's like the green jacket at the the golfing tournament. It, it's like the green jacket, or it's like it's like what, the jacket yeah. you get when you do five SNL hosts. It's yeah. like it's like you're a part of the this yes. club. And what, you wear turtlenecks now. Why? Why yes. is that? Why do you wear turtlenecks in the play? In in the play, when you wear the turtlenecks, um, <laughs> it's to show that no matter what you think, you're not as good as me. You know, it's like, that's why this is so high up because 
Right. It, it keeps you. Yeah. It keeps you right. on a pedestal. It keeps your yeah. face on a it's, pedestal. It's my chin yeah. You have to come yeah. up to me. Yeah, it's because the 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 playwrights were getting so much booty. They had hickeys all over their necks. So they had that to... that's I mean that's the practical reason. That's why it's not see through anymore. It was yeah. a see through yeah. one, but now it's because well you don't you think it's soft, but it's actually hot. It keeps your neck up. It's like the old Victorian oh, so you... kind of things. Yeah, because yeah. we're not gonna look at you. We're not gonna look at the actors. We're gonna be like, great work. It sounded wonderful. I'm looking at this <laughs> exactly. all the time. Well, Matt, tell us a little bit about your, uh, in a nutshell or, or so, like your history of getting into playwriting, when you started, maybe just like why it's something that you're so passionate about. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I started, as silly as it sounds, I think starting out as a kid watching all of the sketch comedies from SNL to Kids in the Hall was a huge influence and especially because they would do monologues and a lot of their stuff felt just like small little funny one acts and things and so when I started acting as a kid all of my audition monologues were from Kids in the Hall and I just always thought that was really silly and funny and it was um Kids in the Hall that's um the, the, the whitest kids you know <laughs> Do you remember, a lot of you remember kids that? involved, but not the same kids. You remember no. that that sketch comedy group? I did. They were the whitest kids is incredible. I actually like that. They were but, funny. So, so the kids in the hall was a what a Canadian. It was a Canadian show that Lauren Michaels produced. No way. Yeah, and so they they had a live audience for so a lot of their stuff, and then they filmed a lot of things too. So they and a couple, I think a member or two, you, you probably recognize all their faces, but one of them then went to SNL. But anyway. They, I was watching that since I, before I knew what they were saying was actually funny. And I started acting when I was a kid, doing all of those, those uh, monologues and started writing my own little stupid funny things and never thought it was good. So I just kept acting. And then until I moved up to New York and started at the Maggie Flanagan studio, which is like the, where Kirk and I also, we both went basically like a boot camp for actors and to take whatever you do seriously and tear yourself apart. And it was really great. But by the end I realized I'm like, I think I just want to take all the ideas I've written down my whole life and pursue those instead of getting yelled at by directors uh, for not doing a thing. I want to be the person yelling. So, um, yeah, so I, I just started, I, so I started writing some stuff and luckily was told it was halfway decent and to keep going and, um, started finding that, from my background of uh, sketch comedy and trying to be funny as well as um, loving all, all thing comic books and just things, not, not your typical uh, background for, for playwrights. And I just loved theater anyway, and just thought, well, this could be on stage and just started writing things that um, I don't see. Cause as an actor, I was, I was acting. And so I was finding scenes for, for classes and I'm like, I don't like any of these things. I don't, none of these are what I want to do. And so I'm like, can I write a monologue for clack? Can I do something? So uh, I kind of just fell into it. That's something that I've always enjoyed about your work to, to say uh, quickly. It's like to, to know that you come from a, a, a unique background and that, you know, you're, you're, you're basically a, a, like a nerdy nerdy guy you like the the comic books you like the this the that you like sketch comedy all this different stuff 
and you also like the like art of playwriting and i think that in all the stuff that you've written i've i've been able to see how how it's just there's just a different different lens that is uh uh, in in the writing and the the um, kind of presentation of it that I've always joyed, enjoyed. So so you started as early as what age? Uh, man, well, I've always started writing down ideas from I'd say like sixteen or seventeen. Cool. Uh, but even when I what got as silly as it sounds, getting an iPhone where it was like I have an, a, a notes app, I have a notepad in my pocket at all times. A notes app is literally like mine is filled with notes and like for jokes, jokes right? Like a that, notes yeah. app is is a beautiful place notes. for for creative people and artists, right? Yeah, yeah. So I would say seriously around twenty one, twenty two, when it was, oh well, that would be funny for a play or a movie or a sketch or anything. And then I started writing it down, going one day a playwright, a weary playwright, will need an idea and he'll come to me and i'll be like don't you worry i got it for you well we, <laughs> we we have a lot of ideas is there a way we could give you like a premise to something that we want for, for do? real then, though we have you like actually like write write it we're talking we, we have do, sketch like, yeah. ideas yeah, we, we got, have short film yeah, we ideas got, we got short film sketch ideas so if we give them to you and you like the idea could you maybe marinate on it and like write something and then give it back to us? Oh, you want break? me to stew? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Listen, you give me the ingredients and so us, Papa will see what he can cook up for you. Hey, oh my gosh. Hey, we're, we we're, we're buying turtlenecks we're tonight. Bu <laughs> <laughs> you can get them in bulk. Amazon Prime right shipping now. right now. Yeah, you can, you well, can hey. Get in bulk. Yeah, yeah, buy them in bulk. We're yeah. wearing them twenty four seven. Well, guys, I I hope you're excited because we're we're gonna learn how to write a play. We, we Matt, got the top five tips here. Matt has provided us with the top five tips on how to write a play. This is super exciting, and it's just uh, we're gonna we're gonna learn. We're gonna learn about the first real form yeah. of of whether you um, like uh, it or not. Expression. That's learn. right. Yeah. Let's do it. So we're gonna jump in the top five tip is read more plays than you probably want to mm. there are award-winning and world-changing plays out there for mm. you to read so reading them helps you see how they were done which you can learn from oh amen dude yeah read and if read. you can't read, listen to the audiobook. And if you're deaf, the the audio then, play. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I guess um. Go. Yeah, yeah, don't. Yeah, don't. I guess don't go see the play or experience it all. Just listen to the audio book. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Turtlenecks up. <laughs> Turtlenecks <laughs> up. Uh, ear, ears off. Eyes ears down. off. Yeah. <laughs> ears off. Hashtag turtlenecks up. Hashtag turtlenecks up. Hashtag I'm better than you. You know, right. this is this is something, you know, I feel like a part of this uh, uh, having you on is going to be something that is a little bit of a reminder as well for me just being an actor because something that's really hard about being in the, like, the theater and showbiz is consistently... Um, consuming and like surrounding yourself or watching certain things or reading certain things that are out right now. So you know the stories that are being told, yeah. but also knowing the history. Where did they come from? It's a lot. There's 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 so much that you can you can like uh, consume and read and learn from. Yeah. 
It's like when you uh, like because I used to watch a film and then I could I would like Google like the um, the script of it. Mm-hmm. And you could see like, you know, what they improvised, what they, you know, what they took out. But you could see like the original scripts. I, love and I don't know. I just like to follow along like that sometimes because I, I like to. Yeah. You know, I, I try to write scripts and stuff, too. But. Yeah. You know, it, it, one one thing that's so interesting about plays is that some people say they're like, I, I, don't, I don't know how to read a play. I don't know how. And it's like, wait, what? Like, yeah, uh, that's something that for me is like, wait, what do you mean? It's just. It, they're, they're people speaking. Yeah. Like, it's almost as if a book, it's like, what? Like We, don't, just, we don't talk to those people, Kirk. We're no, turtlenecks no, no, up. No, no. We're turtlenecks we're tur- up. We're turtlenecks up. <laughs> turtlenecks up. They're, they're beneath us. We don't even look at them. That's why we're <laughs> looking up at the well, ceiling. Well, Matt, yeah. let me let me ask you, like, this, this, is, this is the first tip, but it's definitely got some importance to it. How often do you find yourself reading plays that are, like, older classic plays or newer ones that are being released or whatever. Well, it's hard. A lot of times I'll be writing something and I don't want to muddy the water and be like, I'm writing a family drama and now I'm reading an absurdist comedy. And then I'm like, Oh, well that's in my brain now. And now my family drawn, now they just turned into rhinos and now they're, they're walking backwards. I'm like, Maybe that's what it needs, but I try to read, try to always be reading at least something. Um, but sometimes I just hyper focus on what I'm, what I'm writing. But I would say, like, if you, I mean, how the heck are you going to know how to write a good play or how to if, write if anything you ever, if you don't um, if, see if it? You're, say you're like, you know what? I'm in the mood to write like a comedy. Yeah. Will you like look up uh some of like your favorite like you know comedy plays to get inspiration for like what you want to write oh man i'll ingest everything that i have of of uh i I wrote a play that what whatever's closest to what i'm trying to write i wrote um (laughs) a play with a vigilante character who like a batman type character who kidnapped the world's three richest billionaires uh and it's surprisingly funny but it's (laughs) So then I found all of the, even the comics to the plays to all the things that kind of get in that world and just kind of read that in one go. So that way it's there in the back of your mind. I mean, it's the same with um, acting and stuff. You know, you just, yeah. you know, whatever, whatever you're doing with characters, you just kind of consume do all, do all the work and then forget about it. Yeah, for so sure. Because yeah. like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you, you speaking about that reminds me about kind of my process as an actor like depending on the specific um uh, topic or things that my character or the play might be dealing with I will consume and and read or watch as much that has to do with that so it's just like always doing something to my brain and and kind of like uh enhancing what I have to do for, for, for the role. I'm sure. Uh, do you find that to be similar with, uh, like content or certain things that you watch or read when you're yeah, I mean, writing uh, something? Almost everything that I, I will get into whatever, whatever I'm trying to write, I'll try to consume as much as I can. That's as close to that. Because a lot of what mainly what the first step is saying is, uh, s- steal, you know, steal what you, you can because, yeah, these people are winning awards and changing the world and doing great things. So they're obviously probably writing it in a great way. 
So just do that or see how it's done. I mean, chances are when you're starting out, your writing is garbage and it's formatted like a computer that's forced to write a play but had milk spilled on it or something. Yeah, yeah you're, you're not, I could not agree more. You're not in the turtleneck club. You're not in the turtleneck. Not, you're not yet. even in the aisle. Probably not even you're, in the building. You're wearing a. You're wearing a. You're wearing a V-neck. You're not even wearing a crew neck. You're wearing the a neck, V-neck. The neck isn't even that's, connected. You're, you're you're the normal neck. You're less neck. You're, <laughs> you're less you're, neck. You're less neck. What was that? Down to the navel neck. You, you got yeah. down to the navel neck. A deep you are beneath v. us. You're a deep V, yeah. <laughs> a V that has no business being yeah. that deep, for sure. <laughs> no business being that deep. All right, well, well, this that, was interesting. Yeah, that's Guys. awesome. Yeah, read more. Read more. It, it, will, it will help you. If, you're, if you want to write, reading it, well, you can see the formats and stuff. Exactly. And, like, the whole big sweep of this tip, I yeah. feel like, is, is read as much if you want to get into it. Read as much so you know yeah. how, many, how many people kind of, like the entryways uh, and certain topics that people or way that people write. And then depending on what you're writing, read more of something that's or uh, something that's similar, you know, that's, that's great. That's yeah. great. Well, moving on, we're on to the uh, fourth number four, everybody. Um, see more plays than you probably should. Oh boy. Uh, the script is the blueprint and watching the piece be performed is the whole house put together. Okay. It's yeah. a beautiful analogy. I used to, um, uh, when I did theater, uh, they, the, the directors used to actually take us on New York trips to see shows in Broadway and like meet the, uh, like the cast afterwards and stuff. And I saw like Chorus Line, Company, Great Gardens, uh, all, yeah. all that stuff. Bro, all yeah. like All like the actual like, like Broadway shows, you know what I mean? Yeah. That, that were like really good and... Uh, uh, you know, I I enjoyed them all. I enjoyed yeah. them all for well, what they were. You know, well, well, Matt, you'll... it's like it's like uh, <laughs> you ever see that South Park episode where every time you take your wife to the uh, Broadway, they, uh, you get a you get a blowjob. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude. And they're like, "What? Well, okay." They're like, "Bro, just take her to the Broadway. Dude, place. just it's take like, her to Lion yeah, King. Yeah, they go see Oz or, or what is it, Wicked? Right? Well, just take her to Wicked. Yeah. She'll, she'll and they're like, and they're like, no, no, listen, listen to like the song." And he's like, take me away to that special place, that blowjob place. <laughs> that blowjob place. <laughs> you blowjobs. Yeah. They like, they like subliminally like say blowjobs. For, for guys to get blowjobs. Yeah. And then the girls after the shows like are just blowing the guys on the yeah. way home. And they're like, what? Oh my God. Uh, so do you ever write in like blowjobs? Blowjobs, yeah. I was just going to say like come to my new, my new play, which is called like uh you know, the family blowjob that matters, you know, it's a yeah. blowjob, it's a blowjob, family, family matters, blowjob that matters. Fam family, yeah, matters. family, it's a matters, family matters musical Yeah. in the context of how to get a blowjob. Yes. <laughs> yes. Dude. Uh, yeah. So I turtlenecks and blowjobs. Turtlenecks up and blowjobs down. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> blowjob it down. Neck up, blow down. Yeah. Well, 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 well. Yeah, go watch all the shows. Yo, yo, yeah. So, 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 Matt, this reminded me of what, what, probably a similar time that you you had when I was during my my uh, studying at the Maggie Flanagan studio. My mentor, like, 
put in my my head it was like it was it, you know it is important you need to know the stories that are being told right now if you're an actor or an artist especially if you're a playwright you need to be going to broadway and and off broadway even and seeing all the shows i think during the course of 2 years i saw probably close to 30 30 40 plays on Broadway. I spent so much money because it was important to me <laughs> to, to like, um, you know, see that because it was going to help. It was only going to help me. And it, it also goes back to like the, the first thing to be able to like watch performers or right. like watch plays the way that they're written to be able to still be like, oh, that reminded me or helped me will help me with this or that. Yeah. yeah it's and so important. When you write a play and then you need to be able to like see how it might like be like perform like portrayed and like performed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You can't be like, and then he skydives off of the building and then fights the dragon. And uh, the, you know what I mean? Um, sir, we don't have the budget for yeah, that. Yeah, we're not in the budget there. <laughs> you could do it, but hey, you know. Exit chased by a bear. Yeah, it's it's very much. Um, yeah, you gotta be realistic with what you're writing. Forest through the trees, because if you're writing the same thing which you know you'll be going back and looking at all the same things but then you see something in real time and see how it happens from oh this little bit and then this little bit and then probably something really fucking cool on stage or like it just it just excites you and it makes you kind of see the the magic it's like um i always think of it as cooking and food because i am hungry all the time but uh <laughs> you know you can try to piece together how to make the best meal but you know, you go and have a really great meal all the time. You're like, oh, that's what I should be doing. Or that's how it should be. Or that's how it's like, that's so good. Maybe I see what they're doing there. Maybe I can try that and not use so much goddamn salt all the time. Or no, use Ooh, this. Yeah. That's so a it's, great it's cool analogy. To see what other people are doing and how they're having a, a fully create, because they already spent, it, it's, it is kind of like the, the first step because you're just watching the years of work put together into the final piece and now you're like okay i see what you're doing now. i'm just going to steal this or I, I had a cool instance of seeing um i think it was it was it uh fool for love with oh sam yeah rockwell sam rockwell and, and uh, uh what's her name, name? but um nina it was very something? good it was very good and uh at the time uh sam shepherd was still alive and he was in the audience and seeing yeah. him like taking notes and stuff and um, seeing what he was, was at my on. performance so, too dude yeah 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 so it was cool just to see that and even just be like oh that's you know that was a really cool decision or or whatever or even just being there gave gave me seeing it and seeing him there and he's you know that plays 30 40 years old at the time but he's still rewriting it and stuff so anyway it was cool I, to, you know to I, I, it's so cool what you said about the analogy of it uh being cooking because in a in a technical analogy they preheated the oven they put it in they did the spices all this different stuff and they got it they've had it cooking for a while and now where they're going to serve you the dish and then some so it's years years of doing that and then sometimes it happened and then they're like you know what i want to rebake that let's remake that i think the the society right now would love that you yeah. know aunt lois the old society doesn't like it no more we're gonna rewrite it a bit <laughs> where's my pizza it's been years it's been years since my pizza was here call the <laughs> shop yeah this pizza so you yeah the, uh, well stick to playwriting your guys are shitty chefs <laughs> <laughs>
Hey, um, well, go watch the fucking shows, okay? <laughs> go watch the fucking show. Go watch the fucking show. Get a blowjob. All right. Playwrights. <laughs> hey, we got an ad break now. You know what time it is. We got an ad break. We'll be right back. We'll be right back. With a word from our sponsors. Uh, no, uh, I think we call this intermission. In- oh, <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, sorry. We uh, this intermission. This is my turtleneck. <laughs> We call this inter intermission. Intermission. Yeah, turtlenecks up. Turtlenecks up. All right. I should have worn a turtleneck. Yeah, that would have been good. That would have been that great. Been okay, right. we'll be right back after this intermission. <laughs> uh, hey Kirk, you know what sucks when you can't find your turtleneck and you've been waiting for a damn pizza for years. Gosh, I couldn't agree more, Stop. You know what doesn't suck? Botticelli Foods! Oh! Makes sense to me? Yeah, you know what? I'm tired of cooking a dish for a bunch of people and then realizing that I shouldn't be cooking the dish. I'm not cooking the dish. I'm writing the play. I gotta start writing this play for these people. Yeah. I'm also tired of buying expensive, low-quality foods because I deserve nice and quality things. Yeah, you do, you know? And Botticelli is that, right? Mm. It's a family-owned and operated business with four generations in the food industry. Four. They know food, okay? That's more than three generations. Uh, bring, they Man. bring an experience to your table with a taste that transports you to the heart of Italia. Italia. Yes, guys, go to uh, BotticelliFoods.com right now and use promo code DOOZY at checkout for 10% off all Botticelli Foods products. That is D-O-O-Z-Y. We're talking sauce. Oh. We're talking pasta. Yes. We're talking olive oil. Oh, my God. We're talking balsamics. Okay. We're talking turtlenecks. We're talking talking blowjobs. We're talking... (laughs) <laughs> Wait, maybe not. And many other flavorful <laughs> products. <laughs> yeah! As you can tell, Botticelli Foods are extraordinary and outstanding. Just like the men of Doozy. Uh, but that's not the only ad we have here for you. <laughs> that's right. That's not the only ad we have for you. <clears throat> this week's episode is also sponsored by Burn, the innovative fitness company behind the world-renowned Burn Board. Yes, recently wanked. Right, wanked. Recently <laughs> wanked. Guys, jobs and many other flavorful products. <laughs> Guys, recently ranked by uh, lady boys who play Juliet <laughs> in um, a Romeo and Juliet. Um, also, Women's Health Magazine as the best low impact cardio workout of 2021. Burns six foot adjustable slide board. It's a low tech, low cost. Uh, at-home fitness solution for people who want to break a sweat without breaking the bank. Uh, you know, Kirk and I have both been there, right? Yes. We've gotten blowjobs <laughs> <laughs> at the theater. But we also went to the New York studio hundreds of times we go over and we're active users of uh, at their at-home platform. Yes, that's right. And with over eight categories and hundreds of on-demand workouts to choose it's from. It's actually really fun. The burn board and subscription makes it so easy to get that workout done and take your lady to the theater right after. Ooh. Okay, our listeners, that's you, okay? Our listeners will receive a special seven-day free trial. Damn, that's seven free days. That's okay? that's a week. To their monthly subscription, 
plus 50% off the purchase and free shipping. You get in seven days, right? You get in seven free days. You get in 15% off, okay? You get in free shipping with the code doozy15. That's D double O Z Y one five at checkout. C H E C K O U T. Yes. Check out. You didn't know what I was spelling. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you saying, guys? Yeah. Visit um, uh, theburn.com today for more information about how you can get on board today. Ooh. Again, that's B triple com to get 15% off plus free shipping with the code doozy15 at checkout. I love it. Now, back to the, back to the theater. Back to the theater. <laughs> Hey, All right, wow. we're back. Listen, wow. I took a little tinkle. The line was so long. Yeah, I got a blowjob. I hit. Wh- hey, <laughs> me too. It must have been the turtleneck. <laughs> it must have. <laughs> you know what? I I I commend the playwright. He must he must have written quite a show. Free a lot of- blowjob. All right, you know what? That's enough blowjob talk. Okay. Yeah. Listen, we are professional actors. We are professional actors with with networking connections yes. to playwrights. Yes. Oh, we- oh. Let me ask you, have you ever written a sex scene before for the play? How do you how do you manage that? Yeah. Have how you, do you how do I you write a sex scene for the theater? Have you ever written a, a sex sexy scene? Oh, I listen, I would I would argue all my scenes are sexy. I can't <laughs> I can't yeah. say that I've written a sex a scene that is sex. Don't really know how to go 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 do the other way, you know. I, I just kind of make the scene sexy. Um, yeah. I could, yeah. I could throw in some like penis and vag stuff if you want. I can just kind of write that in there, but uh, I haven't done that. I actually feel like that's a big thing that's happening a lot on stage. And when I'm in the audience, I've never gone that was needed. So part of me <laughs> is like, oh, I needed to see his. I'm cat, so right? glad <laughs> I saw that. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Or else, I'm but sure I will. It, uh, unless you're there with your wife and she needed to see that penis to remind to her that. Yeah. How small Listen. yours is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we're going to jump back into these tips. We're in the top three tips now for how to write a play. Tip number three, Kirk, enter stage right. Avoid writing good ideas and write things you need. To write. It's good. Keep going. Okay. Keep going. Have a solid reason why your writing a piece will give you a foundation and depth, deep, deep depth to the piece. Piece, piece, deep, deep depth to the piece. Even if it's a comedy. Plus, yep. the audience will know if there isn't a out. reason why. Take like that out. random dick that showed up that and popped out. Scene. Scene. <laughs> Very good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um You know what? This is actually something that uh Yeah, don't be like, oh, uh don't have a look, random thing happen. There are when you watch a, a, a play, right? And random shit is going on, right, and characters are being built and scenes are happening. 
the audience, you got to know what the audience needs and wants, right? Yeah. You can't just be like, oh, I'm going to add a fucking goose in, in act three and never and never go back and talk about the goose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> People are going to be yeah. like, I needed more explanation on the goose. I, I needed. You can't leave them wanting. You want them to You're be. You're going to have the audience yeah. rioting yeah. in the in the stand saying, we need to hear more about the goose. Act Give one. us the goose. Act one was about a goose. Act two was about. Uh, turtlenecks like well, I don't do, what what was this play called blowjobs <laughs> Blow, it was about blowjobs <laughs> me you both watched the ferryman on broadway no i don't because i, I kid you the fucking not they bring in a real goose and they never talk about it afterwards no <laughs> wait, where was you the ferryman where was the ferryman <laughs> done i can't remember me they bring in a real, the guy walks in and the whole audience goes, what the, f-? and the guy just is holding a real live goose. <laughs> Wait, where was I the ferryman done? Made, I just literally just made that <laughs> That up. is so hilarious. Yeah, no. Where you, was the ferryman done? What, what, we're dis- what we're discovering here, Stob, is that you're a brilliant playwright and you didn't know that. And it's all buried beneath, it's all buried beneath the turtleneck and the blowjob jokes. Underneath there, you got a goose. You got yeah. a goose. <laughs> I'm, well, dude, I'm you know what? The, for you guys, you now. know what this reminds me of. It reminds me of like like what we were, t- yeah, goose and what we were talking about earlier. Oh, bear enters into the stage and runs off. It right. reminds me of like Evil Von Hova's um uh uh, uh the Crucible a few years back in like 2017. It started with a real life wolf running out. What to? Center stage. stage. Did, Did you, you see that production? No. Dude, it had Sear Sharonin and um uh what's his name? Uh Sierra and Hines in it. Oh, and and the uh the guy who plays Q in yes, the yes, um yes, yes, he's great. Okay. Yeah, get but it was wolf. like get back to Wolf. But it was like, what is that wolf doing? Holy shit, I'm <laughs> paying attention, and then it didn't show up until the end, and it was like, I don't I don't understand. Why 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 would why the wolf? It definitely is not written in the play. Well, they I'm glad they didn't show next to each other because there would have been like goof, goof, uh, goof, goof, a wolf hey. goose relations or, or, or uh, anger and fighting. Yeah. Hey, hey, what was that uh, that play with Harry Potter when he was naked with the horse? Equus, which is so funny because last you week's saw episode, his, you saw his dongle, right? Last week's you saw episode, his, his wand. His last you, week's saw, you saw his wand. You saw, you saw, yeah, you saw his, uh, his, uh, that what shall not be named. And did, and did, did he? He jer- who shall not be did named. Did he jerk off the horse? Or no, he sorry, fucking Mom. rid the horse. <laughs> he rid the horse with his peen on its back, and then he stabbed its eyes out. It's a hilarious. It's not. <laughs> it's a hilarious play. He stabs the horse's eyes out. Yeah, Who yeah. wrote that? They're sitting in their they're sitting in their home. They're like Harry Potter naked on the back of a <laughs> I don't horse. know if the person initially thought Harry Potter, but when they realized that casting, when they watched Harry Potter, they're like, I want to see that guy's cock on a horse. <laughs> <laughs> He who should not be named. Yeah. My kink is specific, and I need it to happen. <laughs> my my, my, my kink you, is specific, yeah. and the only way I can get it is through live theater. I need to write this yeah. play. Can you, can you, um, uh, fuck, I had it. What was it? Oh, so what, what was that? Um, no, can you imagine the auditions for that? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you're too much like the horse. Yeah, 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 right. The horse had to audition too. What the? What is that play about? 
He just uh, oh, dude, it's very interesting. It's very good. I've he never goes seen into it. He a barn and takes his clothes off and rides a horse naked and then stabs its eyes out. It sounds hilarious. Listen, that's if that's what you wanted to be about, <laughs> you freak. <laughs> but but to move on before we move on, I just want to oh, say we're in the top two. I I just want to say before we move on to top two, this is a actually a really great tip. Like avoid writing good ideas or uh, even something that like I've talked to you about with certain yeah. things about what I've written because yeah. Matt has been really really great with with like helping me out with certain things that I've been trying to work on but like d- like don't just try to justify something for justifying sake like right. there is a reason why this is in it and if there isn't a reason like you do not necessarily need it you also, know it's also uh, the foundation of what the the piece is going to be right it's uh, yeah. You can have your wolf and your goose and your turtlenecks and your blowjobs, but yeah. it's got to yeah. have a solid reason. But like, sometimes you're just going to want to write that monologue that's silly and about farts and stuff. And there's nothing wrong with that. But um, creating kick-ass theater, like go from the gut because the, the audience will know if it's not. Like I had this play that Kirk was uh, really great to help me workshop it and stuff. And it was um, a f- very funny, silly premise of a, a Dexter-like serial killer who just wants a friend. And so this woman stumbles in on his murder cabin and he can't kill her because she's not bad, but he can't let her go. So it's silly and funny and blah, blah, blah. Um, and I didn't know how to end it. And it was just kind of like this hollow, funny, absurd kind of thing. But then uh, finding my reason, why, like, why am I actually writing it? And I realized that these two characters are very similar to... Uh, parts of me and then I needed like this guy who does this crazy weird thing that he doesn't think people understand uh, away from everyone else and then this person has these personal issues that uh, lets that get in the way of living a good life and so I needed those two parts of me to come together and be okay so then it was like okay so now I have my reason why I need these two parts of me to be great so uh, are you a murderer what'd you say (laughs) <laughs> you a low-key murderer? Yeah, yeah, I kill, dude. Um, but even <laughs> I kill inside. <laughs> but even a, a certain uh, one act that we have all talked about um, and may talk about in the future uh, about a silly a silly comedy about uh, Vikings and uh, all these silly things yes. that happen. So it was a great idea that I had. But then I'm like, well, the reason why I want to write it is to show that these the most toxic in masculinity doesn't you know of vikings the guys don't have to be that no matter what there's yeah. no justification for being it so it's yeah. as much of a silly idea as it is to have vikings uh being taught not to be vikings uh there's a solid reason why because it's like well don't be misogynistic assholes which i have a sneaking suspicion we'll talk about that later gosh yeah we'll talk about that later yeah, that that is a beautiful beautiful end of this 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 third tip to to really really mine your feelings you know it's hard it's a lot it takes a lot of you to write a play and you got to just understand why you're doing it and it is okay to kind of take the time to be able to sit and think oh why am i doing this or like even for a, a comedian you know why am i really like like telling this like joke blowjob jokes <laughs> or, or like <laughs> or like why does this part like really like speak to me but anyways guys we're moving on uh to the top two tip number two so oh, i want you I, to read this i want you to read this in your best uh 
your best monologue voice, the, the most theatrical voice you can you can give, please. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Number two. Don't be an asshole. <laughs> it doesn't really matter what you're writing. Julia Roberts. <laughs> Julia Rob Hurts. <laughs> if people don't want to work with you, it doesn't matter what you're writing if people don't want to work with you. It doesn't matter what you're writing if people don't want to work with you. Say the first line. Say the first it line. It doesn't, doesn't matter, matter what you're writing if people don't want to work with you. <laughs> it doesn't matter <laughs> what you're writing if people don't want to work with you. It doesn't matter what you're writing if people don't want to work with you. Why? Man. It doesn't matter. Okay, all right, and, and cut. Thank you. What you're writing if you don't want to work with you, man. So Th don't be. That's honest. so true, though. How was that? Uh, we'll talk about it. Oh. Enter <laughs> goose. Enter, enter goose and wolf. Enter goose, goose wolf. Harry Potter, naked on a horse. Uh, don't be an asshole. Yeah, this is like yeah. this is like uh, in comedy too, in the theater. Yeah. If you if you act like you know, if, if you act like you got that turtleneck energy, no one's yeah. going to want to work with you. Listen, you'll know when you have the turtleneck he's energy. He's a great actor, but he's a piece of shit. Because you will not just randomly be a fucking dick. You'll be a real human being and just know that you got the turtleneck energy. Yeah. Yeah. You also won't want if, to. If there's so many people out there who could fit the, fit, take the role. And, uh, you know, if, if you're difficult to work with, they people will not hire you again. You yeah. know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. And I think, I think, yeah, just like across the board, don't be an asshole. You know, like, if you're writing a play, don't just, I mean, there are people listening to this. There are people reading this who are trying to bring it to life. Don't just randomly write some really, really disgusting shit, you know, because you're having, you're having, uh, you're in, uh, because I'm, I'm, you know, writing a play or writing a scene or monologue, it involves w uh, collaboration, with it, which is something that we haven't really necessarily talked, uh, talked about yet and how it is important and, and actually probably be professional yeah you got to be professional because it, it, it is it is uh, i know it, it's a tricky it's a, it's a rocky road i feel like to be able to hand your baby off and by baby i mean your new play about geese and wolves to random people and by geese and wolves he means blowjobs <laughs> blowjobs geese and wolves yeah, yeah. but um yeah a geese giving a <laughs> a geese giving a, 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 a blowjob a wolf a blowjob Oh my God! That's and that's only in the and they never talk about it again. Yeah, yeah. It <laughs> opens. It opens on it that. It Opens up like that. Farm animals, and then it just cut, and then it just that's it. They never talk about it. <laughs> and it's, then it's set in a financial firm in uh, what's New York the City. difference? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? I yeah, can't it's wait. Symbolic. 
you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I can't wait? I can't wait for um, your girlfriend, Katie, to um, listen to this episode and be like, y- you couldn't just stop for one day without blowjobs or dick jokes? Yeah. Don't, worry about, <laughs> don't worry about it. She won't listen. Oh, okay, good. Nice. <laughs> gotcha. Okay, yeah, don't hey, be a freaking asshole. Don't be an asshole. You guys, we're in the number one. Look, we've we we're at the finale of the play. Yeah, that's right. Where have you have you have you are you sick of me saying blowjobs? <laughs> are you yeah. sick of us talking about geese and wolves? Who would have thought that that word would have came out during the How to Write a Play episode? Yeah, right. You know? Well, it's because of the South Park. I blame. South of Park. course, of course. But this is a very interesting. Uh, weirdly, seems probably connected. Okay. The no, number one tip wait, is... Wait, 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 wait. Kirk, we what? want you to say this in your most dramatic uh, monologue. This, this is your... This, okay. This is your moment. This is your... This, this will book okay. you... Th- this will get you the audition. Okay. This is a direct address uh, address yes. to the um a direct yes. address. To am the, I am, I, am I shipping living in my apartment? Okay, so this is to the goose. Um, yes. you guys are the goose. Who no, are this this is to all those 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 huge playwrights out there. Okay. All right. Tip number one. Kirk enters stage right. He's filled with joy, so keep going. Use it. Use it. Use okay. it. You're filled with joy. I'm an audience member. I'm an audience member. <laughs> Do whatever the hell you want. Ooh. Mm. Don't think you have to look, be, or write in any sort of way. Yeah. Your experience and who you are is what makes you your voice unique so do whatever the hell you want okay don't don't think you have to look be or write in any sort of way julia your experience and who you are is what makes your voice unique you're special you're beautiful oh my god he's crying is that a real did you really just start crying (laughs) can i have a blowjob Etsy, yay! Okay, hey, so well, those are the top five tips, everybody. <laughs> what did we? I even just read. I blacked out. Do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever the hell you want. Do whatever the hell you blacked want. Blacked out. Dude. That was good. Uh, I, yeah, those, you know, those are yeah, the top five tips. It is. I, so I, I'm, I'm told that you have a surprise extra five tips for us. I certainly do. I certainly do. I, I, I did just want to say to clarify number one of like, just. Let everything like I I had no business in my mind being a playwright where I'm like I've read more comic books than I'll ever read plays and I've read a lot of plays <laughs> I, like my favorite band is Slipknot and I make a dick joke about fucking everything like just do it write whatever and it's gonna be great but I have some bonus tips for you both oh my gosh what now 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 uh Matt would you like to read these for us or would you like to send I'm, it through I'm the gonna cha- I'm gonna read these to you and I, I would love hear that your because these are not necessary but they will help a lot so I, I'm gonna read it to you and then I'm gonna read you the description of what I have amazing I I, I am I am so excited so guys these are uh, an extra five bonus tips yeah. from playwright Matthew McLachlan himself yeah let's hear it Okay. Wow. Uh, so number five yeah. is um, have an incredibly terrible home life. Like just 
just like the more fucked up the better like no one wants to see plays by someone who enjoyed hugging their parents or your first love was the love of your life like next like theater's not for you go be happier somewhere else and let us broken ass weirdos do the theater stuff yeah dude you oh you ended up with your high school sweetheart great oh you're a playwright don't want to watch that (laughs) yeah exactly No wow. boy, no. Not gonna work here. Go do, go, go do something. Go do a podcast. Go, 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 go. Have some failure. Sprinkle some failure in your life. Beautiful. <laughs> Lovely. I like that tip. Number so, four. So that's five. Bonus. Number four. Have at least three Ivy League degrees, because <laughs> nothing says you create art good than incredibly expensive private intellectual institutions that put you in more debt than any playwriting salary will ever get you out of. I like Oh, it. my he's God. A good, he's, a good, he's a good playwright. Yeah, he's dude, a good writer. Dude, yeah, dude, dude, this Talk life experience and learning your own. Just be, just be one of four people who gets accepted into these programs and do it three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just be the elite person who never stopped going to that's, school. That's turtleneck and living status. life. You want to go in to this? You want to go into it already? Turtleneck. Yeah, yo, those are turtleneck people wearing people that I want to punch. Those in the people face. are turtlenecks. They are. <laughs> they they are. They wear people as turtlenecks. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Amazing. For number three. Yeah, yes. number three. This this just goes to show how how easy playwriting truly is. All you got to do is you take a play, rewrite it, and just add something crazy to make it your own. Like Streetcar Named Desire, cool. Add a clown, set it in space. You're doing great. New original. Play. <laughs> and what would you call? What would you name that? What would you call it? Krusty! Krusty! <laughs> uh, Streetcar named Laffy in space is what I'd call it. Uh, a spa- spaceship named Laffy. A space car. A space car named. A space car named Krusty. Yeah. Spa- space car named Tickles. Oh. Tickles. <laughs> oh, that's an that's a, that's an original. No one's ever done that before. Oh my gosh. <laughs> How about I'm this? ready for it. Okay. Uh, better yet, do what everyone else is doing these days and just do an adaptation where you take a classical piece but making fucking buck wild for literally no reason. Take the importance of being earnest, but make it the importance of being earnest goes to camp. See, it's the importance of being earnest, but adapted the earnest character from those movies. It's theatrical. It's 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 a you can copy my homework, but no, do a different verse. Don't get in trouble. I've <laughs> I've been in the importance of being earnest, so this is like I played earnest in it in high school. So like, or no, no, in college, and oh my god, yeah, the importance of being earnest at camp, the importance of being earnest in space, the importance of being earnest on a first date. Yeah, yeah. Like Will you ever it. see the earnest movies? Like Ernest goes to camp and all those stupid things. I don't know if I did. You got to watch them. They're so dumb. It's like it's a combo. That's the adaptation we're going for. I'm going for all the uh, 1989 born babies. They'll get. Oh, it my God. I love it. OK, number number two, you got to only use words with around five syllables or ones that no one knows. Like nothing says I write in a medium that most people don't bother with anymore than using words people don't even re- can't even read, let alone pronounce. Okay. I got okay. I got some examples. Okay. Oh yes. Indu-fragilistic. Yeah. No, that one's a fucking delight, and everyone says that one all the time. <laughs> we got indubitably. 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 Yeah. That's too many syllables. Elucidate. We got elucidate. What? Elucidate. Uh huh. Exactly. Obfuscate. 
Oh, perfunctory. Perfunctory. Oh what does that mean? Refunctory. Refunctory. No. A refunctory. Sycophant. And the most complicated that no one uses is uh, Kozanowski. So- <gasps> oh! <laughs> Woo! Oh! Wow! Where's my face? Cause I think I just got dragged. Yeah, you gotta stick. Oh. You gotta stick to words like blowjob. Yeah, man. yo, yeah, be it simple. is. It is one of my most um, biggest pet peeves when people try to say things in weird words like, "Oh well, uh, let's edify this," or um, uh, "Oh, perchance," or um, "Per the this or that." And it's like, will you just shut the fuck yeah, up and speak up, English? Dude. Harry Potter. Nobody speaks that like that. Unless you are a turtleneck. Harry Potter indubitably pulled his cock out and got on the horse. Of the, the perfunctory in- horse. The equestrian. <laughs> of the perfunctory horse. Of the perfunctory. Oh, my <laughs> God. So you got you got uh, that, that top, top the, one silly tip. I'm ready. So number one, to be a successful playwright, the most important tip is to learn how to write for TV because that's what you're going to end up doing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's yeah. so many. There's so much TV. And you say, yeah. well, wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, yeah. Fuck the theater. Yeah. But you're like, TV wait is a the second, next Matt. great show. Could we make it a TV show? Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Like, that's great. How can we? Oh, you write for theater? Cool. Let's get you on a TV show. Because yeah. uh, I want Harry Potter's dick on my TV screen. Now. Now. It's kind of like asking a chef if he can farm. It's like, that's not the same, but sure, I guess I'll learn a completely different fucking medium because yeah. Jesus. And can you Man. farm the food? No. <laughs> God. Oh, my God. Wow. Yeah. Well, those were fucking those, beautiful. Those were beautiful. Oh, thank five you, extra guys, right there. guys, look at you staying around. You guys got 10 you got the top bonus tips. tips. You got bonus tips. And what? A, how, how much does that go to show that... Matt uh, has listened to all these first top five tips. Yeah, he, that he was knows beautiful. what he's freaking doing. And guys, he, you know he he did he he messed up uh, the top two tip, which don't be an asshole. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. He did call out my do my, as my, I do as I you know as I say, not as I do is a uh, the eleventh tip, and uh, you know fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> the eleventh tip yeah, is fuck yeah, you yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Fuck I you love guys. it. Yeah. No, the number one is do whatever the fuck you want. Whatever so the fuck you good. want. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, well, well hey, I, I look. I'm ready to. I'm ready to hit Broadway, baby. Uh, me too. And you know what? You know what's so exciting about this episode? We are going to be on Broadway. We're, well, well, we're going to be on a stage. The Men of Doozy <laughs> are coming to a theater in New York very soon. And guess what? We didn't even plan this. He was a guest, and then we got cast in his play called Toxic Norse Kalinity. That's right. About toxic masculinity with Vikings and a, a random... It makes sense that I'm the lead. And, 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 and it makes sense that I'm a grungy, weird... <laughs> it um, really makes sense that I'm the lead here. And, yeah, and, that's and hilarious. It, and it makes sense that, I'm, uh, that we're friends in it and that I talk about love and being, um, uh, 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 you know, like accepting you who you are. You me in the right direction. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Which I Which do here. Kind of really, yeah. <laughs> Factually accurate. Like, Kirk, can I say this? You're like, like you know, hey, hey, cool it on the blowjob jokes, dude. I'm okay. But guys, guys, toxic Norse Kalinity. 
It is coming to the Chain Theater Festival later this month in early August. You can check both the Menadoozy, me, and Alex in that play, which is written by Matthew McLaughlin himself That's right. on July 25th, July 27th, August 1st, August 7th, and 8th. You guys are not going to want to miss it. It oh, is yeah. hilarious. But until then, guys, thank you for watching the Manadoozy podcast. Oh Please comment God. what your favorite tip was. And listen, I, I guess if you have a tip for us on how to, um, uh, you know what, it doesn't even matter. If you think you have a tip for us, you're obviously... Put a If you think you can tell us how to write a play, I can't even look at you. Yeah, exactly. If you think you get a tip for us, you get a deep V. You're wearing a deep V. Your your neck's not even connected, bro. You don't have a neck. Well, (laughs) hey, hey, share this with your friends. Yes, guys. (laughs) Um, Guys, we are on uh, YouTube. Please like, like that. Like, comment. You share, like video subscribe. games? We play Twitch. Yes, yes. Please listen to us on all the podcast platforms. And Definitely. see us in the theater. See us in the theater. Tickets and and dates are in the um uh, the description That's below. Right. And please, guys, bring if, some Botticelli's with you. Yeah. Go on your burn board, Eat okay? Pasta. Doozy fifteen. Go to Botticelli's. The doozy and um, uh, yeah. guys, if there's something you that that you want to learn about and have us teach you while we also learn about it let us know yeah makes sense to me or even if you want to be a guest and you think you're special enough let us know i promise you during this play we will not pull our cocks out i promise you <laughs> <laughs> there, will be, goose, goose. there guys, will be a goose before we before we leave matt is there any any uh, can you um uh, shout out maybe uh things that are coming up for you obviously we got the toxic norskalinity anything you'd like to shout out your um instagram anything's coming up for you Certain yeah things. i've i've got uh, a lot of my plays and theater life happening uh post a lot about that on my instagram which is 19 marty mcfly 85 please check that out i have my podcast with my lovely lady love uh called comic books in which uh i teach her all about the comic book world, one character at a time. And uh, we make just as many dick and goose jokes as we do here. And at the end of each episode, she teaches me about something that she also loves and cares about. Uh, it's really fun, really funny. Uh, I think that's about it. That's about I, it, and I, I, I will. I will also say, if you want to read um, uh, Matt's work and you find yourself in um, the city... You can visit the drama bookshop. His um, what's what's the name of your your collection of? Yeah, I've got t- I've got two two things in stock at the drama the brand new drama bookshop uh, opened by Lin Manuel Miranda, and it is mm-hmm. the play Orion and a collection of one acts called uh, a collection of one acts and other things you may or may not enjoy. Yes. Hey, this has been great. This has been a great episode. This has episode. been great. I am so excited to uh, freaking yeah. get on stage and That's to collaborate right. with you and, and to get writing. Get to writing. Yeah, guys. I, and I think I think we just close it off uh, with, with uh, I'll say the top two tip, uh, and then you say your top one tip, okay? We'll, okay. We'll end the show. This is the, this is the finale of the show, okay? okay. And the lights come up. <clears throat> Don't be an asshole. What? Okay. It doesn't really matter what you're writing if people don't 
even want to work with you. Oh, yeah? Well, you can do whatever the hell you want, okay? Don't think you have to look at me or be or write in any sort of way. Your experience and who you are is what makes your voice unique. Oh, yeah, well, don't be an asshole. Because it doesn't really matter what you're writing if people don't even want to work with you. Listen, do whatever you want, the hell you want, but at least come to Toxic North Kalinity at the Chain Theater Festival later this month. Love you guys. See Love ya. you. Have See you next time. <laughs>